0: It's um, the idea of Christmas is a whole lot of different things to a lot of people. A lot of it that has nothing to do with the Christ. But it's good for us to come together as a church and be reminded of what it's really about. So let's release faith and for the next few moments of whatever words that we should hear and whatever focus the Lord would have us to have. Uh, in the days to come, as we meet our relatives and friends, and we, our parties our get-togethers, or get-togethers, uh, it is like Phyllis was saying earlier. It is vitally important that we be the witnesses and the light that the Lord has made us to be, and we don't just get conformed to the unbelieving world, but that we are an influence for good. Do you believe that, friends? Father, we agree together as touching this. First of all, we we thank you for our children. We thank you for our our youth truly. They are a blessing from you. And we bless them and speak grace and peace over them. And we thank you, Lord, for helping all of us to to, uh, do our part in bringing them up in the nurture and admonition of you, our Lord that they may have the kind of life that you intend that they have and not be robbed. And we uh, we ask you for words right now and for ears to hear them. And we purpose, Lord, to not just be hearers only and to not be swallowed up in the godlessness and conformed to this world, but to be the, the standout, the light, the... the witness that you have ordained that we should be. We ask you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You can be seated. We want to uh, give thanks to all of our children's workers. They have done a tremendous job. Uh, Yes, they have. And. uh, all the parents and the effort that you made to get people, get the little ones here to practice and and all of those things. Do you think it's worth the effort? Yeah. It is. It is. It's important. And uh, if you've talked to the little ones, you know it's important to them. It's a big day. It's a big deal. And, of course, the, it is to us because we enjoy seeing them. And uh, the innocence in which they... Portray these great truths is a special thing. It really is. Uh, a phrase that was mentioned in a scripture that was quoted, I wanna, I'm going to speak to you about just a few moments here, is uh, when the young man said, uh, quoted from Isaiah that a virgin would conceive and bear a child. This is the core of Christmas. Um, I don't care for the designation Xmas <laughs> as an abbreviation for Christmas. Uh, you know, there, there's no scripture that I'm aware of that says, you know, you shall do this on the 25th day of December, or so much of the things that we have developed is tradition. It's not uh, something that we're instructed to do in the word, but it's entirely appropriate and right to celebrate the giving of the greatest gift that's ever been given. And uh, central to this is the scriptures revealing what happened with Mary In the conception of Jesus without an earthly father. Uh, Look with me in the book of Luke if you would. And don't think this just has to do with something abstract. What we're talking about right now has to do with you. Personally. And your future. What you and I believe about this And do with this has everything to do with our eternal future. In uh, Luke, the first chapter, verse 30. What the children just portrayed, you read about some of it right here. The angel spoke to Mary. Did you see how many times... Angels were involved in this. Very significant. The angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest and the lord god shall give to him the throne of his father david now if you from a jewish perspective if you knew the scriptures in the old testament you would know this is fulfillment of many prophecies from hundreds and even thousands of years prior verse 33 He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. According to the scriptures, there is coming an end to all the kingdoms of the world. Every country, every nation that exists now in the future will not exist. There are many great kingdoms that have risen and lasted centuries and some longer. And now you can't even find them on the earth. They're gone. And everything that exists now will one day be gone. But the kingdom of the Lord that will be established past this life and these things will never end. What about that? Never end. Well, that's the kingdom you want to be a part of. That's the kingdom you want to be in. And verse 34. Mary said to the angel. How shall this be? In other words. How am I going to conceive a child? Seeing I know not a man. I've never been with a man. To conceive. How can that be? And there are many people today that scoff at a virgin birth. They say that's scientifically impossible. That's ridiculous. So, they refer to passages in Scripture as myths. Heard someone the other day referring to Genesis as the creation myth. The creation myth. And so, Uh, Many have decided that this is a myth as well. It portrays a lot of beautiful truths, but everybody that's intelligent knows uh, a woman cannot conceive a child without a human father. And you'll have people say, well, you know, whether you actually believe in the virgin birth or not is not uh, all the the biggest deal is the teachings of Jesus and the principles if you if you believe in them that's the main thing that's not the main thing. You're with me friend yes. if you don't believe in the virgin birth you probably don't believe in the resurrection either right. and if you don't believe in those two things you are not a Christian. Is everybody with me now? I don't care if you were born in a Christian home or how you grew up or what label you give yourself. God is real. He exists. These things the children were portraying, these scriptures we're reading, they're either true or they're not. If they're not true, you shouldn't be in here today. Right? We shouldn't be doing any of this. But if it's true, you don't pretend like it's not. And every one of us have to do something with this truth. You'll hear people say sometimes, well, I'm sorry, you know, I'm I'm an educated person, I think, and I just can't believe that. That's not true. By nature of what faith is, it's not true that you can't believe it. You choose not to believe it. Faith is a choice. I'm so glad I've chosen to believe. I believe these verses. Uh, To me, the jury's not out. (laughs) We're not waiting to decide what we... This happened. Hallelujah. If Jesus was not conceived this way, if he wasn't born of a virgin, if he didn't die on the cross, and if he wasn't raised from the dead, he's not a Savior. He's not a Redeemer. He's not the perfect substitute to pay the price for sin. And there is no Christianity. And it's all a bunch of religious man made junk. Oh, but if he is, I said, if he is. Then he's not just like every other man. Come on, are y'all listening to me? Hmm? It's not a myth. How did it happen? Many of you, like me, you've chosen to believe this. And it is a choice. How did it happen? That's what Mary wants to know. <laughs> right? How, how is this going to happen? You've never heard of anything like this. Man, you've you got to... Uh, you, you, it's pretty easy to see why the Lord chose Mary and also Joseph. Can you see this? Because, I mean, Joseph, uh, they're engaged, he and Mary. They're supposed to get married. And he finds out then she's pregnant. Right? So... And he knows they ha- he hadn't been with her. They hadn't been together. And so he decides, well, he's not going to make a public spectacle out of this thing. He'll, they'll just call off the wedding and uh, try to make it as easy on her as he can. And it took an angel of the Lord, Amen. right, showing up to him in the nighttime and telling him. That, that which is conceived of her is of God. Now, he had a choice, didn't he? Yes, he did. I said, did he have a choice? Yes. Does he believe this? Or does he not? You can see why the Lord involved him. Because he did believe it. And, and he, they went ahead, they got married. And uh, when Mary says, how shall this be? Notice verse 35. The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Ghost, that's King James, Spirit is the word. The Holy Spirit shall come on you. And the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Somebody says, well, how how could it happen? This is how it happened right here. And if you don't believe that, you just don't believe in God. You don't believe in the creation account. The Bible said in the beginning... The earth was without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. But then the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, Hallelujah. hovered over the face of the deep. And when God said, light be, the Spirit of God caused that to come into existence. It's creation. Well, if God can create stars and planets, why couldn't he create A child. Come on, can you see this? He created human beings. If you believe in God, you don't have a problem believing this. If you don't believe this, you probably just don't even believe in God. No. Even though we don't understand how it happened, there's a lot of things you don't understand. Right? Right? (laughs) There's a lot of things you don't understand. But you can choose to believe it. Hmm? That's what Christians are. Believers. How many believers do I have in the house? Come on, I want to see. How many many believers? You're not on the fence. Huh? You're not debating it. You have decided. You have made your choice. And you have received. Come on, somebody say, "I'm I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And that being the case, then you are a part of this kingdom that has no end that we just read about. You could preach yourself happy in here talking about this. (laughs) This life is not all there is. And death is not the end. It's a transition. Scripture says to depart and be with Christ is far better than being here. So he told her, he said, the Holy Spirit is going to come on you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. The Spirit of God came on her. The presence and anointing came on her. And a miraculous conception occurred. Therefore, that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. Jesus talked about being from above. The scripture talks about not being born of flesh or of the will of man, but of God. Let me read this to you. John 8 Uh, Twenty-three. Jesus said, I am from above. I'm from above. Everybody say from above. above. You know, James says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. above." Well, is Jesus a good gift? Is he the perfect gift? He didn't originate from earth. He came from above. And he was born, supernaturally conceived, but the supernatural spiritual seed came from God, came from above. And John says, the word became flesh and dwelt among men. This is amazing. Look with me in John's account, John's gospel account, the third chapter. Now, in uh, before I read this, put up on the screen for us, please, Colossians 1 and 17. You're going to John, third chapter, please. In Colossians 1, 17, it says, He, Jesus, is before all things. By him, all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Everybody say firstborn. 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 In Hebrews 12, don't turn there, but it calls the church the general assembly and church of the firstborn. Everybody say firstborn. firstborn. In Romans 8, don't turn there, but in Romans 8... 29, it says, for whom he did foreknow, he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus is called the firstborn. Well, if there's a firstborn, what is there? There's a secondborn and a third. 458 three millionth. firstborn of a few? What? Who are the many brethren that he is the firstborn, the first one of hmm? But his birth was miraculous. So was yours. Uh, uh, Is it true or is it not? You might say, oh, I think I was born the old fashioned way, brother. I'm not talking about your natural birth. I'm talking about your spiritual birth. Hmm. Is it true? He is the firstborn of many brethren who are the many brethren he's first who would that who would that be it it is all the believers thank you lord hallelujah well his birth was miraculous his birth was from above not from beneath you got your place there in john 3 That's exactly what it says right here in John 3. John 3 and verse 1. Let's just start at verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night. He said, Rabbi, we know that no teacher, that you are a teacher, come from God. No man can do these miracles that you do except God be with him. Now he wants to talk to Jesus about his ministry. And about the miracles. Verse 3. Jesus just looks at him and says. Verily, verily, I say to you. Except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. I think that kind of hit him. Unexpectedly. He thought what? Because you see his response. Then he says. How can a man be born? When he's old. Can he enter the second time? Into his mother's womb and be born? What's he saying? Impossible. Crazy. No, not impossible, not crazy. Just something you don't understand. And that's true with all the intellectuals who scoff at the word. They say, oh, look at that. These scriptures even contradict themselves. No, you just don't understand what you're reading. No. I've been at this for a few years, not many, but there are so many things back years and decades ago I didn't understand, and it looked like it didn't agree, and then one day I saw it, and I went, oh, oh, well, of course, (laughs) wasn't anything wrong with the scripture? (laughs) How can a man be born again, or born when he's old? Verse 5. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say to you, except a man be born of water, that, that's a natural birth. You know, the, uh, there's water that the child surrounded with out of that medium. And of the spirit. There's a natural birth that involves water. There's a spiritual birth that involves spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, this is is vitally important, friends, that we believe this. Being born in a Christian family doesn't assure you are part of the kingdom of God. Doing good things and doing good deeds doesn't assure you uh, will be part of the family of God and kingdom of God. Joining a church doesn't assure. Are you all with me, friends? Do you understand? What what must happen according to Jesus? You You must be born again but this is the King James if you read the margin it says from above Amen. from above and some of the most literal translations set like that you must be born from above some translations set like this you must be born again from above so both the terms are correct but I think we've missed out by not seeing the from above term, and it is there in the text. Why? Because it's similar to the Lord's birth. Oh, come on, can you see this? We are the second, fortieth, four millionth born from the firstborn. How was he born? Oh, come on, help me, Saints. From from above. Not, not from a natural birth. From above. From above. And Jesus told this man Nicodemus, he's a good man. He's a religious man. But he hadn't been born again. And Jesus said, you can't be a part of the kingdom of God unless you are what? Born again from above. From above. Keep reading. Verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Verse 7, marvel not that I said to you, he said it the second time, you must be born again. And it's the same phrase from above. You must be born again from above. You must be. Come on, everybody say it out loud. You must be be born born again. To be in the family of God, you have to be born into the family. You hear people say, well, you know, they talk about all mankind saying, well, you know, we're all brothers and God's the father of everybody and all humanity. We're all brothers. It sounds good. It's not true. It's not true. Jesus said to some of the most religious people of his day, you are of your father, the devil. It's not true. The only way to be in the family of God You've got to be born into the family of God, born again, from above, and it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Like it was a miracle when Mary conceived Jesus, he was born from above. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And for him to be the firstborn of many brethren, there have to be births like his. Come on, can you see this? Born again from above. How do you get born again? Does anybody know it in here? How how many know? You're there in John 3. Go back to John 1. Is this okay this morning? John 1. You can't be good enough. Can't do enough good works. It's not about joining the right church. It's not about giving enough money not about helping enough people in need. All those things can be good, but that won't put you in the family of God. That's right. You must be. Must be, Jesus said. Must be. Born again from above. In John 1.10, it said, He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Isn't that something? The one involved in the creation of the planet and mankind came and was re- refused and rejected. Verse 11, he came to his own, and what happened? Received. His own received him not. Now, this is key to being born again. You must believe, and you must receive. Not everybody has received him. Just like they didn't receive him when he came. Many today don't receive him. There are sadly, there are billions on this planet who do not believe in Jesus. They have not received him. It's sad. But you can't choose for anybody but yourself. But you must choose for yourself. And deciding not to choose... Is a choice. Come on, can you see that? You're choosing not not to believe. He came to his own, and his own received him not. Oh, read the next verse. Read the next verse. But as many as did what received Received him. Oh, come on, you got you got to get what this verse is saying now. As many as received him, what happened to them? What happened to them? He gave them power, power, power to what? Become. To become, not just human beings. That's right. You're already a human being. Right. Yeah. To become what? The sons of God. What? Like him.
1: Yeah.
0: The Bible said he's not ashamed to call us brothers. That's
1: right.
0: yeah. He's the son of God how are you brother to the son of God oh come on you you are you hearing this or not how how are you brother to the son of God son of the almighty you just need to lean back and say I was born into it
1: I was I was
0: I was born into it. (laughs) Right? I was born into it. How'd you get born into it? As many as received him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. This is a supernatural spiritual birth. Rebirth of the spirit born again from above hallelujah. hallelujah the nature of it is miraculous like the nature of Jesus' own human birth was but you must believe and you must receive That's right. hmm? That's right. you must anybody remember Romans 10 yes. 9 and 10 That's right. what does it say Put it on the screen for us, Romans 10. If, if, so this is not automatic. If you'll do what? Confess. I'm so excited. Somebody's about to get born again right now. They are. They are. We got people in this place. We got people watching by internet all over the world. We got people in Branson. Somebody's about to get born again right
1: now.
0: This is worth you combing your hair and coming out today, man. This... If you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, or some translations say Jesus is Lord, and show what? Believe. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, what'll happen? You shall be saved. Shall be saved. saved. Now, if the Bible says you'll be saved, what can you count on? You'll be you'll be, you'll be, you won't be lost. You will be saved, verse 10, for with the heart man believes to righteousness and with the mouth confession. So you got to say it, you got to believe it and you got to say it. With the mouth confession is made into salvation. We're in the Christmas season. You saw all the little ones up here today. I'm pretty sure all of them will have some type of present, huh? And these days, many presents. (laughs) I mean, I know Phyllis and I, we laugh about it. When we grew up, you know, we had a few presents. But dear me, we go uh, sometimes and have Christmas with the nephews and nieces and dear me, it takes hours
1: yeah.
0: to open. I'm thinking, man, this didn't happen when I was a kid. I mean, opening presents didn't take long at all. You're like, one, two, three, yay. And you play the rest of the day. Now it's present number 14, present number 18. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just saying it's different from when I grew up. But I'll tell you one thing you will not see amongst any. Of the small children, you'll not bring their present and go here, dear one, you know here's a present for you. not one time will these little ones look at you and go, "Oh no I, I can't receive that oh no, I'm not worthy <laughs> oh oh no i I've, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes this year and, and I you know, I, I, ha- I didn't take out the trash, and I didn't make my bed. I didn't put up my toys, so no. No, no, no. In the time it took me to explain that, the paper will have been torn off. Is that right? Why? You know, the scripture said, unless you become converted and become as a little child, you won't receive. Did you hear that word? Right. You won't receive kingdom of God the things of the kingdom of God how do you become one of the many brethren how do you get in the family in the kingdom of God you must believe you must receive everybody say receive you must receive you must stop uh, you know Foolish pride and and wrong thinking and I can't and I'm I'm not worthy. Exactly. That's why Jesus had to come. Because you're not worthy. He had to make you worthy. I don't deserve it. We already know that. Just receive your present. Come on here with me. I made some mistakes. Yeah, you and everybody else. Just receive your present. And the way people miss heaven and go to destruction is because throughout their entire life they keep going no 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 i don't believe it no i won't receive it no that's what will keep you out of the kingdom of god not that god chose it for you not that anybody kept it from you i'm so glad hallelujah maya uh, when i was uh Yes, I was about 12 years old. We were at a church one Sunday. And uh, actually, we had been out of church. My parents weren't going to church at that time. And, but my little brother had been in an accident and, and should have died. And Some people prayed for him. And God had mercy on him and healed him supernaturally. Healed him. And my grandmother, who was a great believer, she said uh, she called us to her house after we brought him home from the hospital and we came and she said God has healed our baby and my dad mom stood there nodded her head she said I told the Lord that if he'd have mercy on us that you all would serve him did I lie?
1: <laughs>
0: my dad hung his head he said no ma'am no ma'am and next Sunday we were in church we were in church and when the minister gave the altar call for people to come to receive my dad got up and went down to the altar and I thought so much of my dad you know of course I thought he hung the moon you know I mean he, he taught me how to eat popsicles and spin a wheel on a motorcycle and you know important stuff you know shoot a, shoot a gun and, and I figured well if he needs to go I probably need to go too and I got up and followed him down to the altar and I received everybody say receive Receive. I believed and I received Jesus as my Lord and my Savior I believed he was born of a virgin I believed he lived and died on the cross and paid the price for my sins I believed God raised him from the dead it's a choice I believed it and when I did Something amazing happened in me. Did anybody know what happened to me? Come on, dude. Yes. I know you know. <laughs> what what happened to me? I was born again. I had been born, you know, 12, 13 years before that, by means of my mother, but and water. But I'm born of the Spirit. So I didn't know what, but but something. I knew something was different. I went to school. That was Sunday. I went to school on Monday. And I looked around the room, and I guess I was about in about in junior high or so. Then I looked around, and those people I didn't like—they looked okay today. And, and the teacher that I didn't didn't enjoy very much—I thought, well, she's, she's probably a good person.
1: <laughs>
0: Come on, what what happened? I thought, man, this place has changed. This place has changed. Things are changed around here. Nah, they didn't change. Something changed in me. I changed. I've been born again. And the love of God had been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. Oh, and we don't need to suppress that love. Because even though you've been born again, you can suppress that love and yield to the flesh and get hard and ignore it. No, let that love rise up in you. Let it influence your thinking and your words. Don't be hard-hearted, be tender-hearted. Don't be hard, mean, be kind. Thank you, Lord. Let the love of God Influencing you. That's the life that's worth living. Praise God. Stand on your feet everyone. Oh thank thank you Father. 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 Hallelujah. I want to give anyone an opportunity to do what I did as that 12, 13-year-old boy and my dad that day. And everybody in here that is born again, there was a point where you believed and you received. Am I telling the truth? Somewhere, through some means, might have been in church, might not have been in church, but you believed and you received. So if you would, just close your eyes. Just go ahead and play. Just close your eyes. If you're in here today and you have never given your heart and life to the Lord, you've not made the decision to believe on Him and receive what He has done for us in redemption, then, friend, do not leave here rejecting him don't don't tell him no he's the creator of the heavens and the earth he gives you your very breath don't tell him no tell him yes yes so if you're in here and you've you've not done that I want you to just get out from wherever you are and and come down to the front like I did as that 12, 13-year-old boy, as my, as my dad did that day. He, he knew he needed to do that. If you have known the Lord, but you got away from him and, and you need to come back, step out from wherever you are and come down to the front. Right now, as they sing, I want to pray with you in person. I want to lead you in that prayer that allowed me to receive him. Hallelujah. Come to Jesus and Step out. Come right on down. Come to Jesus Just wait on the Lord right here. To give your heart and life to the Lord. To come back home to the Lord. Come on. Come on right now. You shall, you shall. And believe. believe. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. And receive. And receive. whatever Whatever you may need, you shall receive. In Branson, the same thing. Get out from where you are and come down to the front in Branson. Oh hallelujah! Come to Jesus, come to Jesus, and Come to Jesus. Oh, If you don't know that you know that you have received the Lord, you need to be down here right now. Come on. Don't wait. Don't delay. Don't tell the Lord no. Well, I'm, I'm not sure, Brother Keith. Well, get out of here then so you can be sure. <laughs> Let's sing it again. Come if you're coming. Hallelujah. Say it out loud. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. glad that you've come man so glad so glad you've come praise God you will never regret (laughs) coming and doing this never everybody reach your hands out this way guys I'm gonna lead you in a prayer all you got to do is what we just read in Romans believe it in our heart confess it with our mouth it's a choice just close your eyes and focus on the Lord he's here he's real He loves you. He loves you more, so much more than you have known. He knew this moment would come. He knew you'd say yes to Him. And He chose you before you were born. And has spared your life until this present hour to get you to this place. Now not just these, but everybody in the crowd. Say it. Affirm or reaffirm your faith. Say it out loud. Father God, I believe in you. I believe in your son Jesus. That he was born of a virgin. He went to the cross. And died for my sins. I believe. You've raised him from the dead. And he's alive right now. I receive what you've given us in Jesus and I confess with my mouth Jesus you are my Lord my Savior I receive you I believe in you and as you help me I will follow you all my days oh hallelujah Lift up your hands. Begin to thank the Lord. Thank for Him for His.